0: Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 225. I'm your host, Alejandro Veda. You've now pushed play to another blazing week, and I gotta tell you what an amazing week it has been. Although my allergies have been killing me all week, I've been trying to just real take it easy, you know. Uh, <clears throat> took a few days off over this next weekend to spend with my family. Uh, we got Father's Day on the agenda, just gotta say Happy Father's Day to my dad. You know, he's a avid listener. And he's also a big supporter for the for the podcast. So I just gotta continue to just uh, praise him and make sure that he's gonna have an incredible day this weekend. I just want to say to all the fathers, you know, uh, good job with your with your guys's uh, job. You know, the the toughest thing to do is just to be there and be there for your kids. And uh, you know, I I can't ask for a better uh, father for. Uh, someone to be there for me and also push me and also uh, just also create with me as well. So I just got to say Happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. Uh, even my brother, you know, had my my two godsons and my um, and my brother-in-law as well um, has my niece, my nephew, nephews, uh, and one on the way. So uh, we're gonna have a big weekend this weekend. I can't wait. Uh, Family is uh, a one thing that I, I look forward to. Every time they, we were able to get together, uh, usually it, it turns out to be a, a whole bunch of madness. Uh, the kids, uh, playing in the swimming pool, uh, the adults, you know, we just usually just get around to start ranking on each other. That's usually what we like to do when we get together, enjoy each other. Uh, we don't get those moments a lot, so we like to just take advantage of those moments. Uh, and no other way to celebrate it for Father's Day, you know, just we just got to continue to be together and uh, love each other. And I just want uh, you guys to do the same, so I just want to uh, make sure you guys know that Father's Day is – a, a holiday. Don't forget to 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 celebrate your fathers, you know. Uh it, it's crazy to me that you know throughout the years you don't realize uh what what the, what fathers do on a daily basis. And, you know, they go to work, they they get things handled uh for the family, they keep the family together. Um mothers and fathers are both I think just as important. So this week I want you to remind you don't get your dad a tie. Get your dad something good, you know, take him out maybe to a movie, buy him a, a, a six-pack, uh, whatever your, your father likes. But for me, I know definitely it's an easy one for me, uh, six-packs of Swamis for my dad. That's all I need to, uh, I need to grab this week. Uh, but one thing for sure is the the weather is heating up this week. I know uh, I've seen last weekend, you know, a lot of people going out to the river, uh, just be safe if you guys are going out to the river if you guys are going out uh, trying to go to the lake, whatnot you know the, the water is definitely fluctuating right now. Uh, we went fishing last week and haven't seen the San Joaquin River as wide and as deep as as uh, last week, uh, it was kind of crazy you know seeing that uh, the water is fluctuating from one week to the next week so drastically. Uh, You can tell that that snowpack is definitely melting away, and especially with the heat now coming in, we're we're looking at 90 degrees this week. Uh, But still, you know, it's shining bright outside, Uh, so you want to take advantage of of the nice weather. Um, We're looking, I think Saturday is actually the high. It's going to be 99 degrees on Saturday. So right before uh, you guys celebrate, you you know, summer nights are uh, among us, and I can't wait for those, Those uh, special nights where you just go night swimming or or you barbecue late at night. Those are the things that I like when summertime comes. Um, The weather has been real nice, actually, uh, this past two weeks. And usually in in, uh, June, especially early June, I feel like we're already feeling like 100 and and plus degrees. Uh, So we've been real lucky. But that just tells me that, you know, we're uh, looking for probably some... Uh, some big storms on our way. I, I I know I've been hearing that they're having, um, you know, El Nino uh, that might, I mean, they I think they already talked about they've been hitting other uh, cities in, in, uh, in the country, but here in Fresno, I haven't seen too much, you know, rain. I mean, I think last week it rained once, uh, and it was more like a humid rain. It wasn't like it was downpouring, but definitely – the weather is definitely strange, but looks like it's getting back to normal this week. As you know, the the ninety nine degree temperature is more uh, what we're uh, what we're used to during this time of the summer. So I, you know, summer nights, the summertime, it always brings great vibes to me. Um, especially now that you know, like we are celebrating uh, Father's Day and last week we celebrated Memorial's Day, which I did not talk about as much as I should've, but, you know, every week is, is is hard to really keep up with what is going on, you know, and, and, and I, I just gotta keep keep going, keep moving, uh, keep getting on this podcast and try to get you guys involved. Uh, but this week definitely is something that I'm looking forward to. Um, like I said, I did take some a few days off, so I will be just trying to get some trying to go uh out get out and about um, I need to start walking a lot more. I haven't been doing that as much, but still getting into my workouts, trying to get, you know, things, I, I'm not, I don't know what I, what I would say with my workout. I'm just really challenging myself to, uh, stay disciplined, uh, stay active. Uh, I, I've been feeling amazing lately, just being able to stretch. I, I feel like I've been stretching out my pains, uh, in my knees, in my back, um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm pain free or perfect, but one thing for sure is I, I'm feeling a lot better about myself, feeling a lot better about uh, where I where my journey has been taking me. I mean, we started the first of the year, and we go three days a week, so I haven't missed I haven't missed the week yet. So, uh, still looking. I, I think we're like almost halfway into the year. So I'm already halfway in the year. So a lot of things have changed. You know, I've been feeling like my body has been changing. Uh, I've been feeling like I've been sleeping a lot better. Um, and a lot of my thoughts and and a lot of my actions have a lot more clarity. Um, I, I just been really wanting to be more active. I think that's something that's definitely in, in the back of my mind. It's been in the back of my mind for a long time. Um, so I just need to push myself to do a little bit more, you know. And I, I think those results when I push myself a little bit more will be astonishing. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be something that I know that I should have done a long time ago. Um, but just keeping up with the workouts right now have been real tough on me. Just wanting to do it um, and also doing it, you know. So I just got to continue grinding, grinding out what I, what I got to get done, especially, uh, right here in, in these next few months. I mean, the summertime to me, you know, the longest time, the longest days of the, of the year. So I got to take advantage of all the, all that time in between, um, especially with the podcast, you know, we're going to see a lot more events coming out. Um, I haven't been talking about events lately just because I haven't been able to really uh, get out there to, to support them and, and, uh, put myself out there and experience them. Um, I, I, I love to go to these events, but all, but i also been hearing, you know, at these events, we've seeing a lot of fights and stuff like that. So I've been kind of just kind of holding back on what I've been trying to promote around the city just because uh, I don't want to put somebody in, 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 a, in a place where they don't want to be, you know, and, and that's something that I, I worry about sometimes when I'm talking about certain uh events or or things that I am looking forward to but usually it's it's a family f- uh, f- uh fun fun uh, time here in Fresno but you know you can get those few events that are really sketchy I would say but Fresno still you know I, I I love it and I, I got to continue to support it so that's why I continue to do this podcast just because you got to love where you live you got to love where you stay um If I was from San Diego, I would do the same thing. If I was from LA, same thing. San Francisco, same thing. I I, I like to get into the culture and I like to bring it to people's attention just because, you know, not everybody gets a voice. uh, And and that's why I, I created this podcast is because, you know, I felt like my voice wasn't being heard. And I felt like things weren't getting the exposure that they should be getting exposure. So, that's why I started the podcast, and that's why I also continue my Blaze Talks series. Um, like I said, you know we're already thirteen deep. I already got my fourteenth recorded. Um, the last, the last Blaze Talks was with Brian Cade, and then now I got my fourteenth guest on my uh, Blaze Talks, which he's an OG rapper slash father slash. You could call him so many things. Shake the Mayor, he, he blessed the podcast, uh, was able to get on and, and talk about, uh, I, I feel like some of the, the problems that we have here in the Central Valley, uh, especially when it comes to support. Um, it was a great talk. It was a long one. Uh, I think now that I've been getting more and more talks, I've been feeling like I, uh, I've i been more comfortable on the microphone talking to uh, guests and, and able to uh, get some information that we maybe been missing here in, in the Valley or in the the city, you know, and especially when it comes to entrepreneurs or young minds or creatives, whatever you want to call them, you know, uh, these are the people that you want to talk, uh, listen to. These are the people that you want to talk to, communicate with and network with. So make sure you guys are staying tuned to those Blaze Talks. I mean, it's been a great, great, experience so far being able to to do that uh and be able to get guests on on the podcast i mean it's definitely a hard thing to get schedules set um so it's a learning experience as well for me um but 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 it's been nothing but a positive positive uh experience, you know, and I want to continue to give you guys that experience as well. So make sure you guys are running those numbers up. I know you guys definitely flocked to that, to that, uh, series, the blaze talk series. And I haven't seen very many people or I would have to say, uh, listeners, um, not listen to those. And so continue to support, continue to uh, share. Um, and uh, here in Fresno, you know, big news, I, I think is big news. Um, we're actually getting our first Nike store in River Park. Um, I think that's a long time coming knowing that we've had, you know, we've had Dicks, we've had, uh Sports Authority, um, and we're one of the biggest, I think in the, from LA to, you know, uh, the Bay, we're, we're one of the biggest cities. So it's like, why wouldn't you put a Nike store already, but to me, it, it, it's great because we'll, we'll be able to get some of the new clothing, you know, we'll be able to get, uh, those sneakers that you have to go to either to Larry, to the Nike factory, or you got to go to the Bay, you know, I, I think it's going to be great for the community as, you know, Nike to me is one of those, um, staples where you go to a mall and and, and, you know, you could spend a few hundred, but at the same time, you're getting quality, uh, product. Um, to me, they're not the best. I'm more of an Adidas kind of guy, but I definitely own a lot of their, you know, shirts and shorts and shoes, uh, just because I feel like they're more of a, a, a cheaper brand. And I don't mean it by like, they make cheap clothing. I just mean like, I find it cheaper uh, my size. Like, if I look for an Adidas shoe, that's expensive. Uh, but I could find Nike 17s pretty mildly cheap. So, I definitely, you know, go for the Nike. But anyway, I'm definitely excited for that Nike store. Um, not too sure how uh, everybody else's response is for it. But I, I definitely think it's going to be something that will bring people to the city and also we'll be able to take advantage of it as well. So they are making big progress uh, to that Nike store. Uh, It's going to be located right there at the old macaroni grill, uh, right on the corner, you know, on um, El Paso and Blackstone. Um, And I think that location is going to be perfect. You know, you're going to be able to get in and get out Uh, and it's going to be close to, at least to me, because I I live not too far away from River Park, but it's going to be close, uh, that you won't have to like, you know, um, walk around to get to the entrance. You'll be able to park close to the building and be able to go in and out. So it's going to be a perfect location. I think. Uh, for people. And it's also going to be a perfect location here in Fresno for people to uh, take advantage of the shopping, especially at River Park, which has been a big staple in Fresno for a very long time. Uh, but I just want to just let you guys know what's going around in the city. So let's get the podcast started. But this week, you know, I was able to watch a lot of different movies, a lot of different shows. Uh, but I definitely wanted to check out that new flaming Hot uh, which is a 2023 biographical comedy-drama. And it was actually filmed and directed by Eva LaGoria with, uh, I think it was written by Lewis Kolick, which uh, he did a lot of different movies like Dante's Peak, um, Judgment Day, uh, October Sky, Hardball. So the writer I thought was what was so good about this movie. Um, it was based on the memoir of a boy, a burrito and a cookie from the janitor to executive by Richard Montez. And it's the life story of Montez and his wife, Judy, uh, who actually invented the flaming Hot Cheetos. So this story was was insane i mean you would never guess that a janitor would be an executive and you know to see his rise uh from gang member to janitor uh was also kind of crazy so i don't want to give away the whole movie but basically it's a life story about how this guy came from rags to riches and the story is basically about his family and how his family pushed him to become a better him. Um, and this, uh, this movie was actually premiered, uh, at South by Southwest. So it's more like an independent film, which I respect a lot more. Um, it was actually debuted March 11th, 2023, and it was not released until June 9th. I think it was, uh, and it was that was on Hulu and uh, Disney Plus, um, so definitely you need to check this one out. Um, it's about I think Chicano culture and also about the American culture um, combining to one, and how uh, you know this guy has to assimilate himself uh, to really set himself up to success. Um, it's a love story. It's a family story. It's a triumphant story, and I think, you know, with these stories about Mexican uh, heritage and people that maybe are a a step behind the American way, um, still being able to um, participate on the highest level of business. You know, it's a remarkable story Uh, when you see the guy struggle trying to find a job to now being one of the most important people at Pepsi Cola, I mean, you gotta check it out. I I, I couldn't I couldn't fathom uh, the story, and I I, I don't really want to uh, tell you all all the facts about um, who this guy is because uh, throughout the throughout the um, bi- biography, you get to meet different stages of who he becomes. And one thing for sure is he's curious. He asks questions. And he also puts in hard work. So those are some different things that I need to start thinking about. Maybe asking more questions and, and also putting in a lot more hard work. So this guy um, really he really um, took it in his own hands, his destiny, especially when people would tell him otherwise. And he never gave up on what he believed he was worth and what he believed he was going to be able to do with, with his hands, with his mind, with his... With his with his with his life, I think he he already determined that he was gonna be successful, and that's what makes this what makes this movie so unique. So I want to make sure you guys check out Flamin' Hot this week. Like I said, it's a biography uh, uh, biography, but also it's almost like a comedy drama. So definitely check it out. Hulu and also. On Disney Plus, so let me know what you guys are watching this week. And this week, I was able to listen to a lot of different music. Uh, Music has been something that has been helping me out through the week, trying to get me through the week. And this week, I wanted to talk about Static, the Selecta's newest project called Round Trip. And if you don't know who Static Selecta is, he is a producer slash DJ slash Hip hop mogul, I feel like. Um, he's out of Boston, Massachusetts, but he really, really took a form when he uh, was part of the hip hop group. Uh, terminology, he was then resided uh, in New York and has been there since. So, his sound is definitely has that New York style flair. Uh, but he was introduced to music at a young age. And he definitely experimented with a lot of different uh, genres. Uh, But one thing for sure is he's able to bring a lot of different collaborators together to make great music. And that's why I like to talk about his music a lot. Uh, Static Selecta has been uh, a part of my journey of hip hop especially in these last parts of the 2000s, as he's been uh, really making a name for himself and, and along with bringing new talent with him. And that's why I, I continue to listen. That's why I continue to support. Uh, but this latest album, Round Trip, he really uh, put it on the dot for me. He made it, uh, this one, I think it was probably one of his best uh, well-put albums Together albums. It's like I said, it's called Round Trip and it's on all your um, streaming services right now. Uh, but this one, I mean, c- when you talk about collaborations, uh, this one is probably his most deep. Um, on this album, he has AZ, Ransom, Benny the Butcher, uh, Nina Skies, Simba, Ghostface Killer. Ray Kwan, Inspect the Deck, Method Man, Conway the Machine, uh Bud B, Absol, Joey Badass. Uh, and those are just the ones that I'm naming and, and the ones that he's uh you know, he brings along with him. Uh, th- those are other names that <clears throat> I'm definitely getting accustomed to, which is why I like to listen to him again. Uh but this one right here is uh, is probably one of his longest ones that I I, I think that he's dropped in a while. Uh, It's 20 songs, about an hour worth of of listening. So it definitely is not... a. a a too long of an album, but it also gives you enough uh, to, to make you want to uh, stick your teeth into it and bite it and regurgitate uh, the whole album. And, and this is the, the album that I've been listening to uh, through the week that has been getting me throughout, uh, through my workouts, been uh, really helping me out mentally and, and just getting me uh, where I need to be uh, with my focus. So make sure you check out Static Selectors, latest project called Round Trip. And some of my favorite songs off the album are Historic featuring Ransom and AZ. Unpredictable featuring Ghostface Killah, Raekwon, Inspect the Deck, and Method Man. And Ain't Too Much To It featuring Conway the Machine, Bun B, and Absol. So make sure you guys check out this album and let me know what you guys are listening to during the week. And this week I just want to talk about how Fresno is receiving $17 million in state funding to house the homeless. I think this is an incredible uh, thing that the governor has put out as a resolution to uh, the homeless, the increased homelessness that has happened since the pandemic. Um, and this is going to be called the Encampment Resolution Fund, which was designed by Governor Gavin Newsom. And he's actually administering $750 million in the budget to support over 10,000 people that are living in terrible conditions. I mean, you see it around town. You see it when you go travel all through California. You, you go to San Diego, you go to LA, you go to San Francisco. You can notice these people, and it, it's tough. You know, it's a tough thing to really battle. Uh, but I I respect that he's trying to do something about it. And knowing that, you know, places like San Diego, uh, I know, are doing their own, like, encampments and stuff like that. Um, I know here in our in our city we're doing uh different uh motels and and, and allowing um a lot of the homeless to stay in those in those housings uh, but this is that's only for a certain f- many there's tons more out there that are are living um in terrible conditions and I just hope that you know with this this type of funding we're able to get some education for these people um and especially the 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 uh, food that they definitely need right now, um, they said that nearly two hundred million has been uh, awarded to communities throughout the state, with the goal to move seven thousand three hundred people uh, living in encampments into housing. Um, and this was actually uh, put out, I think, last year. Uh, that was uh, Gavin Newsom's uh, initiative. Um, so this is now taking into effect. Um, and the third largest portion of the grant was announced that the money will go towards 23 projects in 22 communities state ri- uh, statewide. And now knowing that uh, Fresno is one of them, the city is set to receive 17 million and will serve 13,000 uh, or 1,300 people. Um, and also the city of Tulare will also receive 4.8 million, which will house 179 people. Um, other counties as well, like Mariposa, will also be involved, which will, they'll be, uh, be getting about close to half half of a million, uh, just enough to really house 20 or 30 people. Uh, but they're investing into our city uh, just by investing that, putting that money and helping out the city to, to control this type of, uh, homelessness, you know, um, I'm not going to say it's going to clean the streets. I'm not going to say, you know, we're not going to see any homelessness, but any type of, uh, fight to, 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 uh, help these people, I think will be uh, beneficial not for them, but for also for us, the people that are the taxpayers, um, I know for me, you know, uh, seeing the rise of, the, of homelessness, especially around the area that I live in, it's it's crazy. You know, um, not to say that you know they're crazy, but to, to say that just the amount has almost doubled. Um, I and especially where where I work, you know, uh, you see it all the time, and you see how many uh, people come into the to a to the store, start stealing, um, start almost fighting with the customers and scaring off businesses. Uh, You know, I I think, I think that's what, 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 what hurts the most is that, you know, they are disturbing business, but I just hope, you know, with this initiative, they get the help that they need. They get some support that they need. Um, I think for Fresno, this is a big step for what's to come. I know, uh, Mayor Dyer has been uh, working hard on trying to fix the homelessness situation here in Fresno, uh, but getting that $17 million to help out is going to uh, go a long way. So hopefully we can spend that money in, in the right fashion, uh, but Fresno also has shortcomings. So we just got to remind, remind ourselves, you know, we just got to stay uh, active and we also got to stay thoughtful because... You know, it can happen to anybody. So hopefully the the homeless gets what they need. Uh, They are able to get into housing and also stay out of this, you know, uh, 100 degree temperatures outside. I think that's what's what's hard to see is seeing people without, uh, you know, the the right clothing, right footwear. um, And just not getting the necessities that they need to be able to live uh, in a place like Fresno where you get the cold. In the winter, and then you get the hot during the summer. So, hopefully, uh, that money goes a long way. Now, let's talk about some local sports, and I want to start off with our local uh, soccer teams, and we'll start off with the Valley FC, who has won their last game of the season on the road. Uh, they ended up facing off against the Project Five One O, and they ended up going. They ended up tying uh, with Flores scoring. Uh, the goal in 39th minute. Uh but of course they're still the champs, you know. They are still champs of the North Cal um South Division and they're now going into the playoffs this week. They'll be playing in the 2023 Spring UPSL playoffs and it's going to be round 1. It'll be June 17th a home game. Versus the East County Revolution. So this is going to be their first, I, I, I feel like, matchup that they're going to have um, some competition. You know, um, East County Revolution is not in the playoffs for no reason. Uh, but I, I feel like Valley FC has what it takes. They've been scoring at, at will. Um, just besides last week where they tied. But they've been scoring multiple goals in each game. So I feel like um, our FC could actually do some damage here in the playoffs. So make sure you guys go out, support uh, the Valley FC at Keith Tice Park. That's where they play their home games. Um, And this is going to be a great one. Like I said, uh, the playoffs start round one, June 17th at 7 PM at Keith Tice Park. So make sure you guys support your Valley FC. Now let's talk about our Central Valley Fuego. Our second, uh, well, not our second, I'll just say just our other professional team. Um, they're now 3-1-7 and seven and dropped down to number 12 in the USL standings. And last week, Central Valley Fuego ended up losing 1-2 to, to the Richmond Kickers at home as they lost right at the last minute with a, a red card penalty, which uh, gave the Kickers the last chance to score in the 70, uh, I think it was 71st or 79th minute, Uh, but the Fuego uh, was able to, you know, kick the ball pretty well at the goal. Uh, They had uh, at least seven shots on target uh, and just couldn't get that last play. Uh, If they could get it back, they would get it back. Uh, Had the red card right at the end and ended up giving away a a penalty kick. Um, It's not a good way to go out, but at the same time, you know, uh, they haven't been doing as well as they usually do as they remain 12th in the USL 1 division. This week, they will be back at home. Uh, They'll be facing off against the Greenville Triumph, uh, and that will be on Saturday, June 17th at 7 p.m. So you got two of our soccer teams that are uh, playing this weekend at home. So make sure you guys support either your Valley FC or your Central Valley Fuego. Now let's talk about some Fresno hoops as we're going to see the Fresno pro am season Two uh, kick off this weekend as well. Um, this week we saw commissioner Alton Williams uh, talk about the upcoming pro am league um, and it's going to be launched here in the Central Valley. Um, it's actually the second season only a year ago. Uh, he drew up the plan and, and now his second year, w- w- which is going to be an amazing, amazing start here uh, this weekend. As they're putting together some of the best hoopers in Fresno, Clovis area and giving them a, a place to uh to play, uh, as they'll be at the Fresno city college gymnasium. Uh, and this is going to be throughout the summer. Uh, they partnered with Fresno city college and they've been actually hosting, um, different types of, uh, pro-am nights, but now they're starting their pro-am league. Uh, which I'm totally excited, uh, but the Pro-Am League became a fixture at the Fresno City College, you know, through the weekends uh, that featured a lot of local hoops. Uh, but this is how you get something started. You you start inviting people uh, with no notoriety, and uh, sooner or later, uh, people are going to start noticing. Uh, as weeks became by. Fans have become more interested in this new league. Uh, but what started off as a tournament kind of play-in uh, with a few family and friends, uh, it gained more attention, like I said. As you know, Fresno, I believe, enjoys basketball. And especially during these summer days, you know, um, where basketball is not vacant or is not on the on the TV, uh, I I see, I see a lot of people looking for something to watch. So I know, uh, fans will be able to tune in on, uh, on streaming. Uh, but also I, I believe the ticket sales will also be there, uh, as this program is going to feature some of Fresno and a lot of other people that will be coming in. Uh, the competition is going to be at a high level. So, I feel like this is a great way to see some of our rising stars here in Fresno, here in the local scene, but also see some uh, fresh out of high school as well. Uh, some players that we maybe you never heard of and players that you have heard of. Uh, but there's going to be a great competitive play. Uh, I know there's going to be at least eight teams. Um And they're all coming from all parts of California. So this is going to be super competitive. And I'm already hearing guys are coming out from L.A., coming out from the Bay. Um, And maybe some actual professional and NBA players will actually come out, support this, uh, give it some shine. Um, I know the first season started with six teams with more than 80 players. Uh, But I think this year they're they're really going to top it. Uh, the championship team included last year uh, Sunnyside High School coach Brian Duckworth, as well as former uh, Rocket center Greg Smith. So there's various hoopers out there. I know uh, Fresno is a big, big uh, place for some great talent. Um, I know some of the names that uh, th- th- that will be coming are known, uh, not only for college or for professional, but also around just the basketball, um, family. Uh, but it's going to be, uh, the season, the season starts this week and it's going to uh, continue throughout the summer. Like I said, so there's going to be a lot, a lot of, of times to be able to support this program. Uh, I just, I'm just glad that there's going to be some kind of culture, uh, basketball culture that is representing Fresno, Uh, That is going to be attracting a ton of of talent. Um, And especially, like I said, Fresno has a lot of talent at that. Um, A lot of our high schools are uh, competitive in in basketball. And we have so many Fresno Hoopers that they believe that they can compete and, and, and make things happen. So I'm looking forward to this uh pro am especially as you know I think LA had their pro am last week so we'll have ours this week um and it's gonna it's gonna have some of the, some of the best players in the nation I believe so make sure you guys check out this it's gonna be a great experience uh Hooper's from all around Fresno Hoopers coming from LA from San Francisco so we'll see some great great talent So make sure you guys go out, support the Fresno Pro-Am at Fresno City College and start this Friday, June 16th at the uh, Fresno Grizzlies as they are hosting Fresno Pro-Am night to kick off the season two of the Fresno Pro-Am league. Uh, Check out the ballpark. Come look at uh, what they have to offer. Uh, Check out who is on these teams and there's going to be food, drinks and a lot of fun. Um... I know the Grizzlies will be giving away Fresno Tiger pennants to the first 1,500 fans for this day, but also uh, it's going to be a great day to celebrate, you know, Fresno uh, basketball. Now let's talk about our Fresno Grizzlies as their second in the California League North Division. Uh, They have a record of 32 and 27. Now let's talk about our Fresno Grizzlies as their second in the California League North Division. Uh, they have a record of thirty-two and twenty-seven. And last week the Grizzlies went five and one against Lake Eleanor Storm. Uh they've won their first game six to five, lost their second game two to thirteen, they won their third game one one to zero, won their fourth game fourteen to thirteen, won their fifth game six to five, and then won their sixth game uh, nine to eight. And this week they uh, are taking on the Inland Empire for the first time. Uh, Inland Empire comes into Fresno. Uh, they defeated the Inland Empire six to one the first game and five to three the next. Uh, the next game uh, this weekend they'll be hosting. Like I said, a bunch of different events. Uh, but remember, on Thursday they'll have Tioga Night. Uh, you can get cheap tickets, I believe, if you go to uh, Tioga. Grab a beer um, on Saturday. They'll be having Fresno Tigers Tribute Night. And then on um, Sunday, it's going to be Diversity and Inclusion Night. And then Sunday, they'll have Father's Day. And there, they're going to have one of the biggest burgers that they've ever sold at the ballpark. Uh, So make sure you guys are supporting your local uh, Grizzlies. Make sure you support all your local sports. Uh, This is a great time right now as we see soccer, basketball, and uh, baseball all in action in one week, so it's gonna be a great week. And make sure you guys make it that way. Now let's talk about the NBA, and we'll first talk talk about the Nuggets as they defeated the Miami Heat four to one in the NBA Finals. And I gotta say, Nikola Jokic is the real dear deal. Deal. Um, he ended up becoming the first, I believe, uh, big man in in the last ten years to really take over. And uh, make, make his team successful. Um, usually it's a guard, you know, Kobe, LeBron, um, Curry. Uh, but now we see Jokic at the top of his game, uh, being able to put together one of the best seasons of his career. Um, one thing for sure is I love the way he approaches the game. As he thinks of it as just a game and doesn't make it as serious as all these analysts and all these, uh, you know, media uh, wants him to take it. Um, He was talking about, you know, um, what is he going to do now that he's won? He wanted to go home and then they asked him, you know, aren't you going to go to the parade? And he didn't even know when the parade was. Uh, They told him it was on Thursday and then uh, he said that he had to get home to go race his horses. Uh, to me, like that just how it shows you the type of person he is and what he really puts in 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 his uh, number one uh, driving seat. You know, uh, he puts his family first, and then he puts his country right behind that. Um, but the Denver star, you know, completed a, a legacy ceiling playoff run uh, with the NBA Finals clinching Game Five win. Uh, he swept the Lakers. He um, almost swept the the Suns. Um, I just think this was a, a unanimous finals MVP honors. Uh, he averaged 30 points, 14 rebounds, 7 assists, and 1 block. Uh, and he shot 58% from the field goal and 42% from the 3-point line. I just think there was nobody... That was there to be able to stop someone as great as Jokic is, uh, so you might expect him to have some sort of want to be um, included in, in in all the celebrations. But it seemed like it was nothing to him until he ended up, you know, throwing uh, Jamal Murray into the pool. Uh, but that, but it it, it just it just felt like it wasn't nothing to him, you know? Um, but seeing that, you know, he did, uh, win that MVP uh, trophy, uh, he later said that he lost the trophy as well, but now I I believe he found it, but (laughs) it's just funny the, the way that, you know, this guy really just thinks about basketball. He doesn't put it number one in his life and he doesn't really overthink it, you know? Um, I just think the Nuggets are going to continue next year to be one of the best teams in the league. Um, if they continue to have the the uh, bench that they had and and the personnel that they had, along with the coaching, I believe they could maybe repeat next year. Um, and that that depends really if the Lakers could really put together a better roster. Uh, get a point guard or someone that could compete with Jamal Murray. I mean, that one two punch of Jamal Murray and um, Nikola Djokovic is no joke. There, there is going to be a hard, hard uh, road for a lot of these teams. And I think a lot of people are already saying that Nuggets are not the front runners for next year. But to me, seeing how they played this year and how successful and how dominant they were. Um, it's going to be scary, you know, that to see that they have the trophy this year and that next year, they're going to be the ones that will have to try to repeat. Um, I just want to say congratulations again to the Nuggets for winning their first NBA championship, even though I felt like Carmella Anthony maybe should have been a part of this. Maybe they should have, you know, uh, signed him to, to a deal and, and allowed him to be a part of this team. Uh, I don't. Under, I, I don't. I don't really take anything other than just this wouldn't have happened if Carmelo was never traded to the Knicks. So somehow Melo did get a chance to have uh, be a part of the championship, but just not in the way that he wanted to. Uh, I just feel uh, the Nuggets are going to continue to be uh, probably the Western Conference fi- uh, favorites next year. Uh, As long as they have Jokic and he's playing at MVP level, I believe uh, they could probably get to the NBA Finals every year now because uh, I doubted them this year and I thought that they were going to fall off, but they ended up winning and going all the way. So congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Now let's talk about the NFL. And you know, the NFL is Always in season, I believe. As you know, people talk about NFL throughout the whole year, and this year I wanted to talk about the top ten players of uh, this season, and it's gonna be a lot of big names, uh, but some that I believe should have been maybe moved up or moved moved down. You know, um, at number ten we have Trent Williams, and he is an offensive tackle. And he's one of the best left tackles in the league. Um, and he's one of the best reasons why uh, the Niners have the running game they have. Uh, and he's just so dominant at his position that, you know, he he, he just dominates his opponents. Um, at number nine, and this is where I'm like, this is crazy that they got Aaron Donald, uh, defensive lineman, at number nine. Um, but I believe it's because uh, he was injured last season. He was only able to play uh, 11 games last season, but he still had five sacks. Um, and at 32 years old, uh, people are still starting to think that maybe he might slow down or maybe this is might be his bounce back year, uh, but he's definitely an all-time great, um, one of the best defensive specialists of our time right now. Um, but at number eight, they got Micah Parsons. Who's a linebacker, and he's essentially morphed into an oddball linebacker, and now into an elite rusher. Um, he's registered over thirteen sacks uh, last season, um, and with that uh, Dallas defense, he, he's definitely one of uh, the best on on that on that uh, Dallas defense. And then at number seven, we got Justin Jefferson, uh, wide receiver. He led uh, the NFL in catches last year, um, and also in yards, he ended up going uh, 128 catches for eight over 1,800 yards, uh, while also leading in receptions of 20 or more, uh, and he's the league's best receiver heading into next year, definitely uh, should be on the list, uh, and at number eight, we got Travis Kelsey, who's a tight end, um, and he's... One of the best, of course. Uh, he caught 110 passes last year for 12 touchdowns, and he's probably the best tight end. Uh, I don't think there's very many tight ends that are as close to him as becoming a dual weapon on uh, catch and also being able to block on the run. Um, and he definitely can't be covered by one person, so. Uh, defenses are always looking to try to stop Travis Kelsey. Uh, but at number five, we got uh, Miles Garrett, who's a defensive end. And this guy, besides a couple years ago when he ended up hitting um, the Steelers' backup quarterback with his helmet, uh, you know, he, he's a dominant force. He tied second in the league in sacks with 16 and remains probably one of the most dominant edge rushers in the league. Um, and now the Browns have added a lot of help on, on that defensive side, especially when it comes to uh, the pass rush, which Miles Garrett is one of the top quarterback. sack. Like he sacks the quarterback tons of times. He actually puts out, Tombstones for the quarterback that he sacks uh, on on uh, Halloween, and then at number four we got Nick Bosa from uh, who's a defensive end. He is the defensive player of the year and is coming off a season with 18 sacks. So that's right before Miles uh, Garrett, but he's showing dominance. He and uh, one of the be he's one of the uh, best defensive ends and also a best um defensive players i believe and he's the, probably the the most uh, important p- uh, player besides um Debo Samuels or uh, Christian McCaffrey on 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 the uh, 49ers so as long as Nick Bose is in there uh, you you need to be aware and at number 3 they got Joe Burrow uh who's now on his fourth season Uh, And he's developed as one of the best quarterbacks, one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch, definitely. Um, I I just like his cool spirit. He definitely is calm in the pocket, doesn't get over-anxious, and doesn't overthink. And he reminds me of a a Joe... Joe, uh, No, probably like a Joe Montana. He reminds me of a Joe Montana or like even like a a, a Brady in, in a way, just being able to be cool and collected and, and being able to uh, make some big plays. Um, and then at number two, they got Josh Allen, uh, who's a QB. Um, and I believe this is, he could have went back one one spot. He could have been the third spot. I think Joe Burrow is probably the second best. Um, Josh Allen didn't really have a, a great season uh, last year. His numbers were just as good. As prior seasons, and I just feel like the Bills, they they win, but they don't win uh, when they need to, especially uh, when it comes to the playoff time. Um, Just because, you know, you have to play against this number one player of the league, and that's Patrick Mahomes, and I give him the number one spot uh, by winning his second Super Bowl and winning another MVP I think he's already in conversation with, is he one of the greatest ever? Um, He's already in that GOAT talk. And he's still young. He's under 30. I think he's going to be 27 this year, or he is 27 this year. And he's playing amazing ball. So those are the top 10 this year. Um, Some of them, I think, could have moved down. Some of them could have moved up, especially when it comes to Aaron Donald. To me, it is no question that Aaron Donald is still one of the best defensive specimens in the league. So, hopefully you guys agree with the list. If you don't, let me know what you guys think. But I want to thank you guys for pushing play each and every week. Your support goes a long way for this independent podcast. I just want to remind you guys just to support everything local right now. Support all your local businesses. Support all your local artists. Support all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Veda signing off episode 225.